recording. All We're right. good. Eight seconds on the clock here. All right. You want to set this up while I pull up these links? We're going to discuss uh, the great and almost overrated Stephen King tonight. Because why not? We got a list of movies to go through. And, and TV shows. Gonna... Oh, God, that's right. And TV shows. So let's uh, decide whether uh, Stephen King is allowed to live or die in Hollywood. <laughs> wow. <is dead. laughs> Didn't yes. didn't know the consequences of this. Oh shit! Yes, little does he know there is a package arriving at the estate of Stephen King tonight. <laughs> You're the Unabomber. It's going to be something oh, laced God. with some type of explosive device. Some sort of alien mist will show up at his house. Some bag well, of bones, if you will. Actually, a truck with the face of the Green Goblin is going to crash through his house. <laughs> We right. made you! We made you! Yeah. All right, so I have three different pages here because you can't find, like, the ultimate list of both TV movies and TV and movies. Right. You kind of have to go off, like, there's not, like, a complete list of adaptations that you think there would be. Because even Wikipedia has, like, it all separated and it's just a nightmare. Right. I just want to see every single adaptation in, in a row. That's impossible. It's a task too tall for the internet, apparently. Maybe you have to get like an official site or something, some fan page. I can literally look up noun fucks another noun and find 10,000 pictures of that. Name any noun on both ends of that and you'll find no, pictures. No, literally, no, just the word noun fucks <laughs> noun and there's pictures. Hold on, I'll look That's it up. wild about that. Noun fucks, fucks noun. Man. I'll look up images. Noun fucks given. Now I found the definition of the word fuck in a bunch of stuff. Oh, good. All right, so. I was worried. Let's start. We're going to briefly touch on each. We'll probably get to like 1990 at most here in this first episode. Okay. But we'll just kind of mention the project and, and what we feel about it. And however long you want to spend, we're not in a rush. Yeah. Um, We'll get as far as we and get I think today. Between between the two of us, we've probably seen every single Stephen King adaptation. I think there's going to be a few we have the same ones. We're like, no, we didn't yeah, see that. Yeah. So it seems like the first one on every list is Carrie from 1976, yes. Brian De Palma it is, film. It is his first novel, so it makes sense. Yes, I like the, the movie a lot. The subsequent remakes, though, that's the question. And television series, and we have film. to ignore that. Yes. So especially when we get to like the Children of the Corn era in a few years. Oh, well, yeah. I, so I we're just going to yeah. just talking about the original Brian De Palma one. Right. If the other ones are on the list here later, we'll get to those, I guess. But yeah, it's one of those movies that you've seen. Like you feel like you've seen it a million times. And even though you've probably seen it two or three times. Yeah. But you know, it's been it's been it's been um, satirized and, and, and remade, and, you know, remade and copied so many times. It's like. You know, in the book, I guess the original book is a little bit different from the movie in a lot of ways. And I think the the newer one was more akin to the book, but eh, whatever. But uh, the only reason why Carrie has um, is different is the ending. Because as a gut punch where the hand comes up and grabs, grabs, um, oh God, what's her name? Steven, Steven Spielberg's, Amy Irving. 
Amy Irvin's hand. And she goes, ah! And she wakes up as a dream because yeah. Carrie White dies. And that was the, uh, not in the book. In the book, Carrie White just dies. And she just kind of goes to sleep. And that's the end of the book. And everybody, she kills the whole town, though. That's I think that's the big difference between the books and the movie. They, in the remake in 2013, I don't want to talk too much about the remakes, but they start to Chloe, more hint at Chris that where Moretz. she's walking around, yeah, you know, yeah, Chloe yeah. Grace Moretz, and she's yeah. blocking, like, fucking ruining cars and dropping lightning poles, right. like, lightning poles. Did I just say, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I just refer now, to power lines as lightning poles? She just called now, fucks now. I just, down that route. wow. Lightning poles, everyone. All right. Lightning poles. They got power in them. They, they give us our television sets. It, this this movie was great for two reasons. It gave Stephen King his big start because that movie is really very successful and critically of, everyone liked it. Lots of awkward nudity in the movie. And video. Brian De Palma got his first big Hollywood success. Yeah. Because other than that, it was like these weird indie movies that nobody watched. Yeah, this is a big hit for him and yeah. big hit for King. And this started... And then actually, right after this, I think it's Salem's Lot, the TV movie. This came right that's, after that. That's what's next here. 79, the Toby miniseries Hooper. Salem's Lot. And if you want to bore yourself for Not the hours, Rob Lowe. Watch that fucking thing. I watch get, the oh, director's cut. I gave Carrie a seven. I, I would say seven. We, have to, we should do that, too. No. Okay, yeah, I would, I would agree. It's a seven. Salem's Lot. Lot. I don't hate it. Salem's Lot, I give it a six. I give it a five. I'm five you know what? You're right. It's a five. It is 200 minutes. Long. It was a double VHS back in the day. Yeah, if you, have you ever seen the full cut, though? Like the I have. Cut with the whole wife getting beat. Yeah, Toby uh, Hooper Fred, movie. Fred, Fred Willard beating his wife, who's cheating on him. No, he's cheating, she's cheating with Fred Willard on her husband, and he beats her. And that's, the, that's what's taken out of the original version, or the, the edited version. I, I do want to say... The Salem's Law is incredibly boring with some creepy visuals. Yes. I will recommend the show, and, and Red Letter Media has also talked about this. It's actually what caused me to watch this. The, the show From on uh, whatever the fuck network that's on. Uh, Epics. Oh. From. The, the black dude from Lost hmm. is in From. And From is my new favorite show. I really? fucking love it. I, me and my wife were just like, when is the new season coming out? Where is this on? It's on Epics. Uh, oh, okay. I, I downloaded it. I, I'll, I'll send you okay. copies. But okay. the, the plot of it is really, they get stuck in, it's very Stephen King. And I, th- no, that's a different project. Never mind. But it is very Stephen King. They get trapped, like they get trapped randomly. They're all over the country, these people. And they drive and they suddenly see this uh, tree in the road. And they go around it. And as soon as they do that, they're trapped in this little place. That keeps huh. them all from all over the country. Okay. And inside of that, if they go outside at night, there's like these look like Salem's Lot vampires, but they're not vampires. Uh, they're just like people with white. And they're just like, right. and if you open the window, you're like, oh, they try to entice you to come out or let them in. Are they, are they like, angels or trying to send you to heaven? And you still no. realize it because they're, they're menacing? No, no, nothing revealed at all. Is but Jake Busey in the first show? episode, they get, they, the little girl opens it up because it looks like her grandma. She's like, you don't look like my grandma, though. She's like, yeah, but I am because they don't know ah. what the, they don't read your mind. So they're just wow, like, yeah. I look like a nice grandma. And yeah, she opens nice it, and you, grandma. the little girl's fucking gutted, like rib cage. Really? And it's fucking brutal. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now I love the idea that they can't go outside at night. They have these little, like, uh, 
it's very like I said, it's very Stephen King. Little talismans they put in the door that keeps them from right. coming in. Talisman is huge in the Stephen King world. That's what makes me think about this. And he even has a book called The Talisman. And they put it there, and the, those creatures can't come in. But they'll stand outside the window, so everyone blocks the windows. But if you don't have a block, they're just like, "Hey, come on out!" And one of them is like right, seducing yeah. the guy. Like, not really sexual, but, like, come on, I'm so lonely. Like, come on, let me in. He's, like, a dorky guy. It avoids the cliches. Like, it sounds like I'm describing a cliche, but I'm not. The way it's set up was really fucking awesome. Interesting. It, it is brutal. Some of the, the epics, I feel like Amazon is They're sneaking up. Epics. I feel like epics is connected to Amazon. It's Maybe not on Amazon, though. It's not? Okay. Maybe well, I will say... I will try to get find a way for you to watch it because it is fucking okay. worth it. It's only ten episodes. Well, it, I have epics on on. Um, I think we have epics on my parents' TV because they have direct TV still. Watch from. I, I think they have epics. I'll have to look that up. Ten so episodes. Yeah. It's one of those shows where the main character. You're like, this guy's a main. Oh god, he died. Oh my god, oh, god. <laughs> brutally. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh Jesus god, Christ. No. <laughs> like, but all right, reminds me of Sam's Lot, only exciting. So Sam's Lot, I gave a five to. Yeah, five. Couldn't stand it, uh, for the most part. The next thing to come out, according to these lists here, kind of going between the lists, is going to be The Shining, 1980. Wow, yeah. It's what more can you classic. say about The Shining? Oh, yeah, classic. I give it an eight. Nine. Maybe even boring on a nine, yeah. I would say eight point five going to a nine. It has an eight point four. I gave it a nine. Yeah, it's one of my favorite horror movies. It is good. What else? We don't even need to talk about it. So let's move on. No. The next no. thing in nineteen eighty-two is going to be. This is only on two of the list. Creep, Creep show. show. Yeah, I want to see if I can guess. Just based on the year, I want to see if I can guess what yeah. what Stephen King project came out. And Creep Show is just George Romero because George Romero, you're gonna find out, he was attached to almost every Stephen King adaptation ever brought to film, though it all fell apart. Yeah, like out of all of the movies George Romero could have done, George Romero could have made, like, oh God, what he was attached to do the Stand, I think in the when the Stand came, he was attached to do, um. Like Talisman, he was attached to do uh, Dark Tower. Like he was supposed to do everything, but good news, Mike Flanagan says he would love to do the Dark Tower series, and I hope he does it. So that's scary to me. He Be- could because of how I- I'm worried about coming too much. Because <laughs> 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 I love died. Mike Flanagan, and every time I'm like, no, I'm insanely surprised i know he fools you every time the man is insanely talented and i'm i constantly am waiting for that other shoe to drop where i'm like oh well there you go yeah but 15 projects in still hasn't happened so yeah i I didn't watch the the last one he did i want i didn't watch the last two uh yeah the the, the midnight club or midnight mass i I, yeah midnight mass the midnight club was really good but uh, nobody's watching Midnight Club. Like Jansen, our mutual friend who did our shows with us, said Midnight Mass is okay. Midnight Club's fucking solid, though. That's what he said. Well, well Midnight Mass is, I think, because Jansen is very young. And religious. Or his family. Is he? Oh, well, I mean, there's nothing He's wrong with that. he got a giant cross uh, on his arm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, but I, mean, but, uh, I, I would say it's actually a, a better... It's a, 
a show about faith, really. It's it's about um, is it? Did you watch degrees it? of faith. I saw the Red Letter Media talk about it. Oh, I so didn't I realize like, oh, they that, talked that, about it. That, yeah, oh, they went into detail, so they spoiled it. I saw the whole thing, and it was fascinating. Yeah, don't ruin it for me, because I don't do no, want to no, watch it's it. it's really good. But I'd say, yeah, it's, it's kind of a movie that enforces faith in a way. But it's like really, 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 really bleak. Yeah. But it were, it's like it's still, you know, it's still, it was pretty neat. And I, I'd like to see the whole thing. But I just, because I saw the red letter, I just, I don't, I can't sit and watch anything for like, I can't binge things. Because I feel guilty when I binge things. Because you just feel like a lazy fuck. But maybe one of these days I'll just binge it on a Sunday or something. Where Creep I'm not show. Doing anything. Creep show. We got so sidetracked fun, there. Fun movie. It's not bad. Stephen King's in it. Playing Stephen a little uh, hick it. monster. He's a, he's a great actor. Oh, God. This is this is during a super awkward phase where you look like a <laughs> creeper. <laughs> he looked like Stephen King. But he didn't look like Stephen King that we know now. He looks like Stephen King in the back of your book that you're like, oh, hey. that guy. Ugh. It's got spike shit. Creep show I give a five to. I would give it a six, a little bit more. I, I like Creepshow a little bit more than you, probably. Yeah. Um, it's a fun movie. It's very colorful and playful. Creepshow 2. <coughs> no, we're not there yet. We'll get there. We're not there yet. We'll get there. The next thing on the list here, 1983. Dead Zone. Cujo. Cujo, yes. You are you are correct. Dead Zone is next. It's next. Yeah. It's, it's, but two, yeah. Cujo. Dead Zone solid movies. I love Dead Dead Zone is one of my favorite movies of all time. Cujo solid. Cujo's a good one. Cujo is I gave it a five. Only Did because not my kind of movie. You know? Right, yeah. Just kind of a dog attack, and I'm like, alright, I get it. Yeah. I wanted something more out of it, and it's just a dog attacking them. It's a little Saint Bernard yeah. but giant Saint Bernard that has rabies. I remember okay. watching that movie on VHS. At my, I think grandma, because we used to rent horror movies to go to my grandma's house, and that was one of them. We ran Cujo. I've seen it several times. Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen it twice in my life, and that's it. Yeah, it was one of those movies that was always on like cable, yeah. like not basic cable, but actually it was on basic cable. I should say, and it wasn't on like HBO. It was on like USA Network, Up All Night. Right. Remember that? Oh like, yeah, like that. So nice feature film, Cujo, yeah. starring D. Wallstone. And it's going to have, uh, what's his fucking name from Jaws? Richard Dreyfuss is going to introduce the movie <clears> and <throat> talk about it. Like the, one of those sort of things. Oh, right. Yeah. You're like, why? Why, Richard? I'm not, why am I here? I'm not in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But you're like, he would do that sort of shit in the, in the 90s. Like, make his paycheck. The next that. movie in 83 was The Dead Zone that you mentioned. Dead Zone. Love Dead Zone. The ice is going to break. What do you give that movie? Oh, Dead Zone is probably a solid, uh, it might be a nine for me. It, it borders on the eight, nine degree. It's almost a perfect movie for me. I love that movie. And here's the problem we get to with Stephen King stuff. I don't know what's on our list because I didn't read through them all. Are we going to talk about the Anthony Michael Hall TV show on this list? I don't know. I've never seen it. I've seen the episodes, of, like the first three, four episodes. Right. It's Okay. I no. personally, it's a Cronenberg movie. It's okay. I, I gave it a six. Yeah, no, I love that movie. Uh, well, I, grew, I watched that movie. Like I've been watching that movie since I was like. I think yeah. I need to rewatch uh, it. It's been a no, long I time. I, I just, I just loved just, just him saying when, when Tom Skerritt's trying to recruit him to find a serial <laughs> killer, <clears throat> he goes, "Well, you have this 
God gave you this power, I think you should use it. Or God blessed you with this power, I think you should use it. God blessed me? I want to tell you what God did for me? He sent a Mack truck, hit me in the middle of the night. Now my legs are gone. My job is gone. My girl is gone. Yeah, God's been a real sport to me. Oh, bless me. That's great. I, I need to rewatch this, it sounds like. And then Anthony Zerby shows up as a rich guy. He's got to deal with him. <clears throat> Martin Sheen's the crazy senator who's going to become president and bring nuclear devastation to the world. Fucking great! And there's a great uh, spoof kind of thing with American Dad. Where they oh, do that, okay. where he wakes up from coma and they... All, it, and it has a Forrest Whitaker, <coughs> and all he wants him to do is find the keys in the house. <laughs> like, he can't do it, right? <laughs> That's great. That's pretty good. All right. Um, what's the other 1983 project? Do you want to guess? There's only one more. And we've talked about it extensively. Cat's Eye? Have we talked about that extensively? No. Christine, 1983. Oh, Christine. oh shit, you're right. You'd recognize Christine if you've seen the new Halloween movie, because it's just a remake of Christine. That's right. That's that's true. Yeah. Oh, like I gave Christine a seven, though. I really do enjoy it's Christine. Is that you, Kane Ham? Yeah, great movie. Great I watched movie. that one growing up quite a bit. <clears throat> yep. Not often, but once every year and a half, two years, I'd say. I just catch a little bit here and there. You think there's a director's cut where he sticks his dick in the tailpipe of Christine? There should be. He should do it. We won't focus too long on Christine because we did a whole episode about it for LAW John Carpenter Review. Go check that we out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a long time. Adam's on that one. He loved Christine. 1984. Cat's Eye. No. Oh, Firestarter. Children of the Corn. Oh, that. Oh, wow. I thought that was 86. Okay, no. Interesting. I've, never, I've seen the beginning, and that's all I've ever watched. I've never seen anything else. The first one isn't that bad. Right. I watched because I I grew up on the sequels. Like, yeah, you got all those like the two and three and four era, not so much the fifteen sixteen era. They were always on Cinemax late at night. It was like yeah, Children of the Corn sixty two, Ezekiel's Revenge, yeah, Ezekiel's, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, there's there's seriously fifteen of them probably. We need a sacrifice, Ezekiel. But I watched the first one and I go, this one's really like Linda Hamilton's in it. Really simple. Um, I give it a six. I, I, I actually, it's really simple and, and not crazy and not boring. It, it's just an okay movie. Nothing great. I remember seeing the beginning, it is what it is. the beginning of that movie on Channel 58, the local station, where the, Saturday night at like 10 o'clock they would air horror movies. And that was one night that was on. And I only watched the first like 10 minutes because I got grossed out by it. Because it was the kids killing all the people in the diner. Like in the town, they were all getting brutally murdered. So it was just like, wow, this is pretty fucking intense. Yeah. And I was like, I was done. I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. I think I just put on a, a rerun of Star Trek Next Generation. Or something. It's his early version of a, there's a later TV show or movie, <clears throat> actually. He has on Netflix now called uh, mm. Through the Tall, what's it called? Through the Tall oh, Grass? The Tall Grass, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, same idea. There's we'll get there. Stone. But yeah. I'm just saying, kind of, you're setting up the Stephen King dominoes. Well, that, that's a, one that he wrote with his son, Joe Hill. Yeah. Joe Hill is is making some uh, exact replicates of his father. He's just, just the exact same shit. It, it, there's no difference, I can tell you. I've read Joe Hill. I've read Stephen King. I couldn't tell you the difference. No. 
There is another 1984 project called Firestarter. Firestarter. Baby Drew Barrymore. I am a Firestarter. I am the Firestarter. The name of that band was? Robert Zombies. <laughs> no, no I have no idea who made Robert that. Zombie. Robert Zombies Firestarter. <laughs> Starring Sherry. Porno for Pyros? As Firestarter. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they did. They made that, that. You know that movie? They remade it. Came out this year. Yeah. Remember? And nobody Pro, saw the Prodigy. It. That's what it was. Prodigy. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Prodigy did another song that came out like a couple of years ago, which was actually I enjoyed. I am the night. Something like that. It was like a, I'll be honest. I don't remember Firestarter that much. I gave it a five. I, I've seen pieces of it, and what I've seen, I laughed at. It's not. It's not that good. It's kind of a. B movie, so I would say it's a six, five to six probably on our scale. Here's where we get to our first bit of deviation from the standard lists because I Uh have two lists that just do movies. I have one list that goes off TV shows. So let's just mention this because we haven't seen it. Tales from the Dark Side, 1984's The Word Processor of the Gods. Wow. Haven't seen it. Let's move on. Wow. Okay, interesting. Yes, this is why I wanted. We were talking beforehand before we started recording, and well, uh, apparently, the, the Tales from the Dark Side is all the guys from Creep Show. It fucking it, sucks. It's George Romero, it's Stephen King, yep. and it's the DP, and they directed a bunch of episodes. And there's a lot of Stephen King uh, episodes on Dark Side. They so fucking we, suck. Yeah, it's not my favorite. It's, it's fucking very, awful. Adam was so excited that he's like, "Let's do that show." I'm like, "No." And I go, you never go back to your childhood, yeah. man. And then he did. And then yeah. Adam was so pissed, he called those shows Never Go Back. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like, you're right. I was wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, it was awful. We had a miserable time. But he did, he did have his time with Friday the 13th. Yeah. No, he was right on that. That was not bad. That was pretty It's, it's generic, oh, and bland way, entertainment, uh, and that's all you really want. But Tales from the Dark Side is fucking boring. Paramount Plus is going to give us Crystal Lake next year. They had too many shows that tried to be British, like the British Hammer Horror shit, and that was right, Tales from the Dark Side was one of them, and it just fucking sucks. Yeah, it was very Cat's Eye, 1985, finally. Finally! I have That's, never seen this. I've seen it. It's a fucking terrible movie. It's like, it's one of the bad ones where you're just like... Is that Drew Barrymore again? <clears throat> yeah, it's an anthology movie. It's is it really? Stories. It's an anthology movie. We gotta watch it. Oh my god! Three Tales actually, of Suspense and Terror. You're right. Or Suspense and Horror. Actually, we should probably watch it. Wow! Yeah, I had I no idea that was. I, I think it's on streaming. It's on Amazon right now. I think before it goes away. We got to our my first that I've never seen. You're still uh, you're still solid. You're still batting a thousand here. I've seen a lot of them. I haven't seen them all. Like and I and I haven't really. But yeah. between us, so far, batting a thousand. That's more. That's more what we need to go on. Yes. We're still batting a thousand. Um, That's correct, Commander. So next is so this is what we're getting to. I have to check three different lists. So okay, next is 1985's Daniel Adius movie, Silver Bullet. Oh yeah, uh, underrated. I appreciate Silver Bullet quite a bit. I do like Silver Bullet. I give it a Did five. you see that one? I give it a five. A fiver? Yeah, I like Gary it, Busey. I like it. Yeah, Gary it's okay, fun. but I think 
the one bad part is at the end where he goes, I think I can walk now. I think, oh, bullshit, kid, you're a fucking cripple. I compare it too much to American Werewolf in London, which I love. Right. Just fucking love that movie. And Silver now, Bullet doesn't that... have any of that entertainment value for me, so I just kind of go, eh. Well, Silver Bullet does have the great Terry O'Quinn, whose son gets brutally destroyed by a, by a werewolf, and he tells the cops, you couldn't catch a cold. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that. Speaking of Lost, yeah, Terry O'Quinn was huge throughout he's in a lot of the eighties and just, stepfather. Yeah, he's uh, in a he's, bunch he's of stuff. A, oh yeah, he just shows up. Silver Bullet, though, I haven't seen in quite a while. I would admit, but I, yeah. I, you're not wrong. I need to rewatch it. It's on that list of movies, yeah. a huge collection of movies. I need to rewatch now that I'm an adult. Yeah, probably like it more. Has a six point four in IMDb. That's accurate. I would say that's probably where it belongs. The next thing on the list here is... Let's see here. Why isn't this on this list? This is so confusing. Right, yeah. 1986. Uh, we're moving forward a year. Maximum Overdrive. Emilio Estevez's stellar film. Stephen King written screenplay. Original screenplay. Soundtrack 100% ACDC. Because that's what Stephen Who King fucking sucks. To. I love ACDC. It's the one thing. Hate him. So I'll agree. I'll agree with you some a lot of time. That's the one thing we're going to die on that hill. I love <laughs> ACDC. I, I just love him. And, I, and I, I got a lot more respect for him when that one, the quote from uh, from the guy before he died, the main guy, where they go. Angus Young. Angus Young, when he goes. When the Why do I goes, know more about your band than I? Than... <laughs> but I can't remember everybody's name. Uh, where the critic goes, you have a new, uh, you have um, uh, 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 a, a, a lot of people would say that your your records all sound the same, all ten records. And he goes, because this is when the eleventh record was coming. He goes, well, uh, 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 you're wrong. We have eleven, 11. records yeah. that sound exactly the same. Yeah. And he was right. He was hilarious. I was like, you know what? That shows some humor. I will say. And, I want to argue with that logic, but I also feel the exact same way about Rob Zombie. Because I'll, yes. I'll hear his music and I go, this is fucking garbage. And then I picture what Rob Zombie says during the uh, yeah. uh, what his, what his post-mortem right. podcast or review show on YouTube, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, all right, you won me over. <laughs> like Just thinking about a memory of him. It has nothing to do with the song. I'm like, God right. damn, that guy's funny. All right. He is funny. I yeah. do enjoy Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I like I love Rob Zombie as a person. Yeah. But they played like Not one of his fair. white zombie songs the other day and it was like chocolate it was basically that Fred Durst that chocolate van- you know hot, hot dog uh, and hot dog flavor water. water. It was yeah, like the, one of those uh, t- Captain Phantasm and the blah 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 and it kept going and going and going. It was like five different loads on my little on my little screen on my on my car. Oh shit. It was like doing yeah, that scrolling yeah. and it was like Captain Phantasm and, the, and I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> Look away. And I'm like, "Was it this? Was it everybody's fucking in UFO? Was that the song?" No, it was fucking miserable. It, it, it sucked. Song just came out. It was. It was like that. That no. At least the Rob Zombie songs I can get along with because I can hear White him. Zombie White Zombie, I can't life. fucking hear him. Because it was recorded in someone like the back of a of a Payless shoe store, 
I, yeah, I don't know. Back then, man. Come on. Yeah. All right. Maximum Overdrive, I gave it a five. Nice. It's a terrible movie, but it's fun. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. Gave it a five. It's, it's, it's bad. It's a bad movie. What do you give it? Oh, five. Yeah. 5.4 5. 4 in IMDb. Five. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's one of them. The fucks. The fuck movie. That's what. Like, the fuck. What the fuck? That's what that <laughs> is. That's the perfect description of Maximum Overdrive. Um, the next one on his list here is the Twilight Zone 85's um, Grandma, which we fucking love. Yes. That, that was, was a great good. episode. Yes, it was. Yeah. Might be my favorite one for me, 85 Twilight Zone. It's up there, yeah. For and sure. it's not really Definitely. due to his writing, though. It's due to the cinema, like the way they made that episode really works. Well, it's based on his short story, and I think it was adapted by Harlan Ellison on the show. Yeah. So it's, it, it is a Stephen King story. But it's adapted, so you know Stephen King adapted stuff works better because Stephen King's not attached to it. I feel like those are the better movies. He's almost a very good ghostwriter. Yes, I would say that's accurate. He's a good idea concept guy. Just everything else, he's kind of like eh. The details is where he falls. Yeah, yeah. when he gets he goes like, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. But. Yes, you're exactly right. I know what you're talking about. And I will just say, he's great with ideas. And then when someone else goes no to that whole storyline, that's when you get into the sweet spot. Like, no to that bullshit. Getting rid of that. Cut out that large chunk of storyline. Dreamcatcher is one of them. No. No, Steven. We're not doing that. Dreamcatcher is my dad's, like, one of his favorite movies. I don't understand it. I never watched it. Frank. I've never never seen the whole thing. A Dreamcatcher. I've never finished it. I've never watched it. I've seen the first, like, ten minutes, and I've never finished it. It's it's 15 different Stephen King movies wrapped in one. It really is. It's it, mostly. Right. And like a little bit of uh, Tommy Knockers, which we'll get to in here in a little bit. In it, right? Yeah. Okay, let's move on to one of his biggest acclaimed movies, 1986. Hmm. Oh, Stand by Me. Stand by Me. All Rob right, Reiner movie. Yeah, very good. Everyone loves it. What do you give it? It's a, it's a seven. I give it a six. It's a seven. It's it, fine. I want to love it because I like yeah. that kind of movie. It just does nothing for yeah. me. I, I like the ending when Richard Dreyfus is talking about River Phoenix and he was staying in line at McDonald's and he got stabbed in the throat with a switchblade. Yeah. Instead of the Viper Room owned by Johnny Depp That's overdosing right. outside. Hey, man, Although on I Family feel... Guy, he did update it. Oh, no. He overdosed outside the Viper Room with Johnny Depp. <laughs> He does that. Yeah, Richard Dre- it's not. I don't think it's Richard Dreyfuss doing the voice. I think it's his brother. You know, he does all those commercials acting like he's Richard. I think that's what it is. I, I have no idea. Yeah. He's like Gallagher and Gallagher 2. Is that what it, Richard Dreyfuss 2? His brother is doing jobs for him? He, yeah, he does all those like commercials oh. like Ford trucks. Whatever it is. I have no clue. I have no idea this exists. Brother. It's like the Murray brothers. Lauren wow. Dreyfus. Wow, I had no idea he had a brother that was doing that. Yeah. Um, you have to buy this four. Older brother Lauren Dreyfus, 1944. Older brother Lauren. Yeah. He does a bunch of those voices when Richard doesn't want to. 
All right. Wow. I, I do enjoy Stand By Me as an idea. The problem is during the, you know, when I'm watching it, I'm like, this feels like the most cliched movie ever. Well, because it's, like, it's been ripped off so much. Yeah, it's, this is when I was a kid. Right, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, here we go. All right. And nothing really happens. Yeah, that, it's that, very simple. And I mean, it that seems like my about, area, yeah. though, doesn't it? Yeah. Nothing much happens. Character study. But yeah. I don't care about the kids at all. I don't give a shit if he gets hit by a train. Fuck him. Well, no one likes Will Wheaton. Fuck Will Wheaton. No, Fuck uh, no, Nobody likes Jerry O'Connell. Fuck Corey Feldman and River Phoenix Corey fucked himself. Feldman. Why do I care? And River, Fe- River Phoenix is the only one in that group that kind of comes out ahead. And he could have been something, but he had to go and ruin it himself. Yeah, well, actually, I guess um, I guess he didn't know he was given heroin. Somebody spiked his shit because he didn't do drugs. I guess that was well, that's the sad part. Interesting. That would no. So he wasn't a was, cult. That, yeah, well, anti-drug. Was, um, somebody, yeah, I think somebody goosed him, and that's what killed him, and that's why because he didn't know, like his body couldn't accept it. So actually, it's really tragic. Didn't know he's mixing it with alcohol. I can see that I being. Think that's what ha- I think that's what happened. I think that's the true story. He was fucking this. talented too. That's sad. Yeah, he was good. He just did sneakers. Sneakers were yeah. so good. And Indiana Jones Last Crusade, he's great in that. That was a great bit. He could have had a whole series of movies, Young he Indiana Jones. Been, yeah, he Instead of shit. Sean Ever... What is his name? Sean... Well, here, okay. Here's the twist <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the alternate universe. Do you think River Phoenix would have been the crow? And that he would have gotten shot with that bullet and he would have died anyway? But then we'd have Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee would have lived and been an action and movie. And been a huge failure. Would have been a huge failure. He would have been doing Steven Seagal movies right now. Oh man, the, so Brandon, I hate to Brandon say Lee it, but the, have the legacy. The best thing Brandon Lee did, same thing with Kurt Cobain, is die young. Yeah, because it was not pretty looking. The future was not looking good for them. Brandon well, Lee was talented. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, that's not he sustainable. Did. He wasn't like an amazing actor. Like River Phoenix was fu- like a solid fucking actor. Yeah. It's you could tell he, him and Heath Ledger, yeah. like they would have kept yeah. going, like winning Oscars yeah. and shit. And just no, God, that's a thing. I, I watched the Imaginarium of Doctor Fernandez, yeah. and I was like, man, dude, super talented. Man, this is so sad that this was his last movie. Yeah, it's just like, and wow. he doesn't even get to finish it. He has a bunch of assholes no. standing in for him. It's just so. It's just Put so on some sad. white clothes and go stand in for Heath. Like, well, poor Terry Gilliam. Was yeah, like, he keeps getting fucked blood. over nonstop. Yeah. Poor guy. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, uh, Baron six. Munchausen is coming out on Criterion oh. January 1st. So a big, nice special edition coming out. I got to pick it up. They've been releasing it's, that on Criterion since the 90s. This one's a really that nice one. Laserdisc. So yeah, Blu-ray, nice, big anniversary edition. So January, January, the first week of January, something like that. So, Creep Show 2. Uh, it's, it's okay. I, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I give it about a six. The, f- the first one's really bad, but you know what I learned about that movie? No. Remember remember the first story with the Indian kid? The Indian and the... the, the did you not see it? Have you never seen Creepshow? I, 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 I saw it. I gave it a four. I have no memory of it. Okay, well, guess who the long-haired Indian kid is? Is it the kid from Independence Day? No, it is not. Is it Jake Gyllenhaal? You're going to be shocked. Is it odd by this. Ryan Philippi? 
It is the guy that works with David Fincher a lot. Is it the guy from uh, Mulholland Drive, the silver-haired dude? I can't remember. Maybe. I can see it being him. He's the only ethnic-looking guy that works with. Uh, no, he's uh, he was the the um, big, tall, tall dude. Or, okay, so who is it? He's the guy from Mindhunters. He's the guy. I haven't in, seen it. Uh, he was the guy in that boxing show. Is it Tom Savini? Because I see him in this uh, movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's it's Dan Kamen. He's in Mars Attacks, Chaplin, Benny and June, Creep Show Two. That's it. Creep Show Two. <laughs> hold on. Who's this guy? Where's this asshole? Let's at? let's move on. No, keep We're going. only at 87. Holt McCauley. That's right. Okay. There Holt McCauley. M- McCauley, who is in Fight Club, Mindhunters, Lights Out, Shot Call. Oh, that guy. We talked about him last week. Like, yeah, so I mean, Nightmare Alley. Yeah. He's, like ra- yeah, he's great. We talked man. about him yeah. last week and we praised no. him. Is this our he's new the- Cole Mahoney show? Is this what yeah. we're doing here? I love him. He's great. <laughs> but how, how often does this come up in this guy's life? Because he's great in Fight Club. That's where I know him from mostly. Right, yeah. But he was he stole that, not the movie, but he stole the scenes he was in. I was like, this guy, I like him. And so I noticed some other stuff. I don't remember him. He's in Alien 3. I don't remember him in Creepshow 2, though. I don't remember anything of Creepshow 2, to be honest. No. George Kennedy's in it. Tom Savini. Yeah, Paul McCallany. Yeah, he's the Indian kid. Yeah. He's the kid with the long hair that gets Sam Whitmore, I see him here. Yeah, yeah, by the... the, um, by the fucking cigar Indian kills him, comes alive. Hey, we are the one show that weekly praises Holt McCallany. He's fucking great. I love that guy. He's yeah. I, he's he's one of those guys. I look at his face and I'm like, I'm yeah. interested. He's great. I he, love. Him. I'm not attracted yeah, to him. I'm just like, oh. he. I don't know something. Like I get a lot of those actors. Scoot McCarney's another one of them. Yeah, yeah. I look at his face that. and I'm like, I'm into him. I don't know why. Something about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Catches my attention. Yeah. All right. Um, his name's Scoot. Scoot. No, I didn't even know his name. I was like, oh, who is this hey, guy? Uh, all right. Um, 80. All right. Here's where we get into a little deviance here from the list. Because this list has the lawnmower man. Right. Okay. The other ones don't. Huh. Interesting. Yes. Wait, this is a short. Never mind. Putting that on a pause. That's probably Boo! why. Boo! The next thing is Tales from the Dark Side. Sorry, ro- sorry, right number. Oh my god! So we're gonna skip that because fuck that show. Wow. Okay. All right, we're back on track here with 87's The Running Man. There you go. That's a classic. I love this movie. I'll be back, Killian. Only in a rerun. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I love it. But also, it's not good at all. No, oh God, no! It's so cheap. So I give it a wonderful. six for that. You know who directed but, that movie? Paul Michael Glazer. Paul Michael Glazer, who is Starsky and Hutch. Yes, I don't want to rate it higher than a six though, because it doesn't deserve it. But also, I no. enjoy watching it. It's kind of like one of those. Where do I rate this thing? I'll watch it. I used to have it on DVD. I don't think I had the Blu-ray. I need to buy it again. I need to put it in my collection. That's a definite own movie that I would put in my. It is, app. it's a really fun movie, but it's stupid. Oh, it's very, very. If, very if I had to give a list of like show. starting and then stopping here with like stupid action movies, 
Yeah. It would end here with like Demolition Man, which I think is like the perfect bad yes. good movie. Yes. That was Face Off awesome. would be like here. Yes. Um, Running Man would be like right here. Come, on, re- come after me, Christmas tree. Hey, Christmas yeah. tree, light bulb. It's nowhere near the quality of Demolition Man, but it gives you the same vibe. Sub Zero. Yeah, it's, nice, just it's so stupid. Zero. <laughs> Terrible the big night. fat dude with lights on him. Christmas tree. Yeah. I do like when he signs the contract and stabs yeah. into the dude's yeah. back. Oh. Yafat Koto's in it. Yeah, he's great. I love Yafat Koto. You get a lot of uh, a lot of people in this movie that you don't recognize don't until you. Sven Ol Thorson is in it. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger's buddy. Yeah. Um, he's, he's in every single Arnold movie. He's, he's, he's in literally it. friends with him. He, he is in he's every in, single 80s Arnold movie. His most famous role, though, is in Mallrats. He plays yeah. a security guard, and he yeah, doesn't right. say a word. Yeah. They fly over top of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. All right. Um, watch The Running Man, if nothing else. Oh, I could talk about The Running Man for an hour. What's your favorite movie in the list so far, other than, other than The Shining? The Running Man. I'm gonna say The Running Man, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> that's that's no, I, sad. I, Dead Zone. Dead Zone is my top, but yeah, Running Man. Okay, yeah. I'm sure, I love Running Man. I, I'm still going Running Man. Genuinely, I don't. Running Man is a lot of fun, though. Yeah. I love Running Man. It's just it's a movie you grow up with. You know, the first time you ever watch it, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it is it, weird. Yeah. And then you got fucking. Uh, um, Maria Conchita Alonso, and you have um, uh, the guy from Fleetwood Mac. Mick Fleetwood's in it. Oh, yeah. With old age makeup, which is like, why? The next one, I think this is on all the lists. Actually, no. We got some discrepancies here. Uh-oh. Tales from the Dark Side of the Movie, 1990. Wow. Okay. We, we made it to 1990, which is exactly where I said we get, and we're at 41 minutes. That makes sense. 1990 is a big year, though, because there's another one that, that is, I think... There's the two best, more. The best Stephen King movie. You're, of course, referring to Graveyard Shift. I know, but we can <laughs> wait. Brad, the great Brad Dourif, who should have won an Oscar for Polter, for the same year for Poltergeist... Or as Poltergeist, The Exterminator. As The Exterminator, yes, exactly. <laughs> so... Terrible movie. Tell some dark side of the movie. It's fine. I give it a five. I, I it's didn't a five. care. Yeah, no, it's, it's whatever. It's, okay. it's not terrible. It's not great. It's, it's way better than the TV show. Yes, it is. Yeah. We want to... That's it. We're done. 1989. <laughs> oh, we forgot. Pet Cemetery. Sorry, I did forget one. Oh, my God. That's a big one. Why is it on this list? The, again, this is... Conf- this is yeah. w- we're going to run into some of these where I forget it because it's on not right. on one list, but it's on the other two. No, uh, Pet Cemetery '89. There's a lot of people that consider that the best horror movie ever made. Six. Like it has a fan. It has a fan base. Six. Eighty-six. Oh, I'm I'm giving it a six. Yeah. Oh, I gave it a five. I did not like Pet Cemetery. I I do I, like I, it. It's I not good like though. No, I was I was like I don't get the love. Stand by me. Like, That's how I feel about Stand by Me. Yeah, I, I mean I, I don't get special it. Special features. I think there was like a special edition Blu-ray or something that I that I had, or I watched it, or I watched it somewhere, and they're just like, there was like all these people were just gushing about how great and scary Pet Cemetery was, and I was like, it's okay, well because the sister is played by a, 
a really thin guy because she has spinal meningitis and she's just creepy. It did scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. I will say. Well, sure. No, it's scary. Granted, it's a scary image, but that's it. That's like the whole thing. And then, like, the guy is getting visited by a dead guy who's basically saying, guiding him to the pet cemetery. And he goes to the pet cemetery. So it's like, I told you not to go to the pet cemetery. Don't ask me about the remake. Uh, don't, no, don't don't ask me. Well, I can do that too, the joke from At World's End. Don't ask me about where they send you. Where do they send you? I told you not to ask me about it. It's okay. Gage yeah, is kind of creepy, but also it's a little kid from like Full House. So yeah. it looks like him, and I'm like, or you know. Full House and um, yeah. Kindergarten Cop. It reminds me of that kid. Yeah. Eh. I'm like, I'm, come on. It's whatever. The, uh, yeah. the, the aunt character is the only one that kind of got to me because she's like, eh. And I was like, oh, as a kid, I was like, oh, because she looks <laughs> disgusting. Well, absolutely, yeah. And you don't realize that's like supposed to be like a, a debilitating. Yeah. Disease. You're just like, oh, she's scary looking. That's it. I can't stand sick people. I hate them. Yeah, I hate them. The next movie from 1990, let's move forward, is Graveyard Shift we talked about. Which is one of the worst movies ever made. I gave it a four. It is a four. I would agree. Brad Dourif is the only highlight of that movie. The rest of the movie, they're walking around. And why is there an underground, like, garage full of stuff that they have to sort through? I think it's like this old mill... Yeah. Out and it's just it's connected to a bunch of tunnels with giant rats. And that's, but they have like, I remember I was live t- talking to you when I was watching this movie, going like, "Wait, what? What the fuck?" Like we were talking about it, and I'm like, "There's a bunch of like desks and like chalkboards yeah. down here. Why? Yeah. It's a mill. It's yeah. an old mill. Like, why is there? None of it makes sense to be down there. Apparently, all the school surprises came from the old mill." And all we're talking about is Brad Dourif. He's the only... He, I give him a nine for that movie, but the yeah, movie's a four. Anything Brad Dourif elevates at a point. Yeah, because otherwise it would be so fucking bland. i give it a two otherwise. <laughs> yeah, otherwise I'd kill myself. All right, 1990, the last movie before we Misery. have a TV movie. But yes, Misery. Oh, Misery, which I think top ten adaptions of James Conn, Kathy Bates, Rob Reiner... William Goldman script. It's fucking phenomenal. Great movie. Misery's a great movie. The second Rob Reiner attempt? No. no. Way better. I gave a shit. I love it. Me and my mom. It's like one of those movies I relate to my mom. We watch this all the time. He didn't get out of the cock-a-doody car! (laughs) She used to cobble my cock-a-doody legs. (laughs) And, uh, no, we we would just watch this. Yeah. That's why Kathy Bates is my favorite actress. This oh, movie. She's wonderful. Yeah, she's great. She's fucking terrifying in this movie. Yeah. And rightfully so. And James Conn is awesome in this movie. It's it's a very simple little cast. There's only what? Th- that's it. It's, it's him. Three people? And, yeah, that's it. Pretty much. And then you have... There's uh, the sheriff that shows Laura up. McCall. Laura McCall shows up for a bit. And then Richard four. And then you have, uh, you have uh, the great um, character actor... From Blue Chips, is in it for a second. He shows up as a cop, giving exposition for some reason. Well, I'm looking at the IMDb, and there's a bunch of people. 
There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of... 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, yeah. 16, 18. A lot of these are just voices, though. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know. J.T. Walsh is J.T. Walsh. That's what I'm thinking. It was yeah. his name. Like, don't knee bomb. Knee bomb. Hey, knee bomb. Sorry, J.T. Walsh will forever be knee bomb to me. He is knee bomb. That was the last movie. He died right before that movie came out, and it was dedicated to him, and forever going to miss J.T. They said Walsh. his name 10,000 times. Center Mass, Sabian. All right. They killed the bomb. How far do you want to go? Because we're, we're already over 45 minutes. So how far do you want to go here? Because there's a lot that happens after, like, 2000. So keep in mind. I would say let's let's, let's break here. Let's finish, okay. let's finish 1990. You want to go here? So Misery, 1990. It. Great. Oh, It, the TV movie. That's right. Yeah. A classic in a sense that... I think it's it's not that good if you watch it again now. No. It's but as a kid? Up, but as a kid, it scares the shit out of you. It's Tim Curry. Tim Curry's the only reason to watch that whole thing. Yeah. Like, that's it. Tim Curry is the only the only factor of, of that movie being interesting and worth watching. Because everybody else is so bad, and it's, it's, it's directed, it's so TV, it's, it's kind of amazing how, how it holds up. I think it fools a lot of people because you think it's this great thing and it really isn't. It's not, but yeah. it's one of those things where if you didn't watch it as a kid, it'd be like a five. Right. Yeah. But I watched it as a kid. I gave it a seven. I watched yeah, it and I waited for the second part to come out. I saw it after the fact. I didn't see oh, yeah. it when it was originally on. I saw it later. My mom rented it. The reason I'm so into Stephen King is my mom was had all his books, and we would. Right. That was like our thing. That's why I said I associate Stephen King like misery with my mom, and like a lot of these are with my mom because she oh, no. loves Stephen King. And we would just like we went and saw the Green Mile in the theater together. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, but that that's like our thing. Yeah, and it came out, and we're like, all right, we're waiting for chapter, you know, part two to come out, and we're like, yeah, okay. Interesting, <laughs> like she because okay. she would tell me what happened in the book. She, my mom uh, yeah. reads like fifty books a, a week, and yeah. she would tell me what happened in the book. And I'm like, uh, I wait for the spider. I'm like, oh, there's a spider. Okay, okay, okay. Where's the goddamn turtle? <laughs> yeah, where's the pedophilia? Come on. Where's the, where's the fucking group sexy mom? Come on. Where's the gangbang? What the fuck? I say we go through 1993. Okay, and fine. we stop there because after that it kind of changes gears. Yes, because we get into the wacky nature of King. Yeah. All right. So, it I gave a seven to the original only because I watched it as a kid. Right. I would say I agree with you. There. If I watched it fresh, five. Yeah. I, I would complete. I if someone said I fucking hate that thing, I watched it when I was twenty. Uh, yeah, I I, I get I would it. Say you're right. You're not wrong. You are no. completely right. It's totally nostalgia. Heavy base. It's yes. Rose-colored glasses is why you like that. that I, I don't always. I don't believe in nostalgia as far as your rating goes, but I'm also aware when it does affect my ratings. Right. Yeah. That is one of them. Well, nostalgia is like it's just it's just it's a warm blanket. It reminds yeah. you of a time that you're like, oh, I I like this. Just your memories connect to it, and it, you know it's it's nothing. It's just it's it's nothing that you in quality. It's just. Yeah, connection as in what happened to you in your life. But I'm also vastly aware of when it plays a role in my ratings. And this is definitely one of them. The movie, the miniseries is not that good. No. I refuse to accept this. uh, The stand 
is nostalgia. That's a legitimately good miniseries. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, we watched that and we both yeah. enjoyed that one. The next thing on the list here is from 1991, and that is Sometimes They Come Back. Yeah. Was this a TV movie? It was. They also Michael made Grove? 45 sequels. Yes, they did. Sometimes they come back again. Sometimes oh, they come the back for more. And there's like ice. Sometimes <laughs> they come back again. Sometimes they come back for more. Oh, by the way. They're they still back. back. I still know what you did last summer. Yeah, it's it's the first one, though. Again, I watched this with my mom. And she was telling me about this. I think it's based on a short story. Wow. Kind of telling me a little bit about it. And I'm like. I, I like Tim Matheson because I, I don't I just like Tim Matheson. I don't know why. Is he in that? Yeah, and we're watching it. I'm like, it's very cheap, very Christine with the 1950s. I know Stephen King does the 50s, 80s things a lot. He does the greasers a lot. He does the greasers a lot. This what is, is one of them. The guy and he kills them in their car and yeah. you know they see sees their ghosts and blah blah blah. I gave it a five. It's not a very good movie, but it is. It does have its moments. Right. It's a TV movie. What do you want? I think I saw it once and I don't remember it at all. It's, it's one of those again backlog with everything else I've seen in my life. It kind of gets the back of the room. Speaking of Tim Matheson and Stephen King, they didn't do this together, but both those guys are synonymous with Stephen King projects. They did do a movie together, a uh, TV movie that was called uh, Buried Alive. Yeah, I mentioned Frank this before. Alive. Fucking solid movie. Yeah, it's a good one. You, you need to watch that one. No, I've seen it. Oh, you actually watched it. it? No, I've seen it because remember I, I said it's the one where he puts his hand in, in the in the uh, peroxide. When oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Face. Sorry, you're right. We talked about it. Yeah. yeah. I I just didn't realize that that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I had no it's, idea. It's a really good ago. TV yeah. movie from back yeah, in the day. Good. It's actually you can buy it on Blu-ray. It was the first Frank Darabont project I ever watched. Yeah. I didn't realize I was yeah. into him as a kid until I was like, yeah. oh fuck, that's yeah. Frank Darabont. <laughs> like I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's his first. I think it's his first professional directorial gig. Because I think I watched that before uh, his when he when he wrote Nightmare on Elm Street three. Right. Yeah. I think I watched that before Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yeah. Again, this Frank, my mom Frank just rented really it, and I'm like, "All right, let's watch this." Yeah. Okay. And, and we watched it. That's. I appreciate having a childhood where I was like, "If you're scared, just stop watching. Otherwise, right. we're gonna keep watching." That's important for a kid, and that's kind of how I honestly yeah. raise my kids. If this is scaring you, stop. Oh, yeah. You leave yeah. the room. We're not stopping yeah. the movie. If it's scaring yeah. you, understand. Not going to make fun of you. Just leave. Yeah. Like close your eyes, watch your tablet, whatever you yeah. need to do. The movie's yeah. continuing. She watched uh, Stranger Things season four and was Vecna. Kind of yeah. And yeah. she would just watch that and then check it out, and she was loving it. Well, how old is she? She's only like what five? She's five now. Yeah, so but like that's, that's, that's an important age to like learn the distinction yeah. of we're not the yeah. world doesn't revolve around you as far as this goes. You determine right, your own yeah. comfortableness and right adjust. I don't know. I'm I'm weird with that sort of stuff. But oh, like, I'm sorry. Are you autistic? <laughs> yes. We don't care here. No, I I really do think it's a valuable lesson to learn. Is yeah. this is going to be on if you are uncomfortable or scared? Adjust how you're where you are. Right, yeah. Like, you cover your eyes, you watch your tablet. Yeah. We're going to keep watching it. Because when I was young, I had babysitters, and I was scared the shit out of Chucky. And they were watching that, my my older brother and sister. And I hid under a table. And I was like, a year later when they watched it, I was like, now I'm fine with it. Yeah, right. All right, I can watch it. And I, 
you have to adjust your own comfort how comfortable you are with that sort of stuff and, and, and i'm sure they were really nice to you too when you were scared shut the fuck up and watch the horror movie shut up you bastard they they actually were were they yeah the babysitters were i'm sure my, my so brother and sister were shitty but the babysitters were like all right well you don't look and you're Go like, to the room. shut up Stop yeah and as a kid work. you're like you want to do that thing where you're like eh, eh. You, you want to do that and i was like i do, do that now yeah all right, so 1991. Also, I hate this. I hate that I have to say this. Oh. Golden Years. Yeah, that's one of the worst things ever. It is my least favorite Stephen oh, King thing so of all time. Boor- it's so boring. I've watched it twice and fast-forwarded so both times. I fast-forwarded and fr- I couldn't do it. I was like, 232 shit. minutes. That's insanity. I still can't tell you what it's about. It's about them trying to cure old age. That that's all it is. It's literally Sounds great. It. It's so boring, so stupid. Why, out of all the adaptions, you'd buy that one? Tommy Knockers is better than that. Well, we'll get there soon. And Tommy Knockers is like one of the worst things he's ever done. I had a kick there after I watched rewatched the Stand a while ago before we did the podcast for the Stand. L.I.W. The Stand Review. Check that out. I I watched that, and I watched, like, Rose... What is it red. called? Rose Red and, and that no, sort of no, shit. No, uh, not Rose Red. It's um, the Diary of... Diary of Rose Madden. Rose, Ma- Rose Red. No, it's Rose Red, because Rose Madden... There's two of them, and both... Yeah, but it has, there's no connection. The second one fucking sucks. But, yeah. and then I watched Golden Years, and I'm like... Ooh, that's right. That's, that's can't that's and so I hard, fast yeah. forwarded it and I'm like, and I watch the next scene. I'm like, it's so boring. I did, and I fast forwarded. The only reason it's called Golden Years is that fucking David Bowie song. I, Golden Years. I was so bored. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The next it's thing horrible. in 199. Oh, what do you give that? I give it a two. Oh, two. Yeah, suck. It's horrible. Monsters. A show we've done on LAW Anthology yeah, Series Review. Yeah, no. He did the Moving Finger. We need to watch that next. All right. Just realizing that now. It has a 5.8 on IMDb. All right. And that's from 1991. We're in 1992 here. The next one is Sleepwalkers. Wow. We've got a Sleepwalker now. I have never seen this. Oh, really? It's um, something else. I'll tell you that. A mother and son team of strange supernatural creatures move to a small town to seek out a young virgin, the Phenon. Wait, so the mom and son are are the supernatural creatures? Yes. Okay. They're cat. They're cat oh, it's got matching Amic from... Oh, yeah. She's oh, fuck. Pretty. Yeah, from... So, uh, so this is a movie... She's from Twin when Peaks. The, when the mother and the son are incestuous, and they find Matchkin Amic to kill her because the, the mother has to eat her to survive. Like, to live another thousand, hundred years or something. Oh, they super. suck her life force. Yeah. So it's it's not very good. And the guy from uh, from Demolition Man and Beetlejuice is in it, and he gets his hand ripped off and brutally murdered by the Cat Man. He chases after him and he kills him. My question is, I'm on Wikipedia for movies from Stephen King, not on the list for 1992. Huh? Interesting. It is. Just- it's a screenplay. I think this is one of his screenplays. Oh my god! This is where yeah. this is where you get so confusing with the list because you got books, yeah. then you have movies based on the books, 
TV right. shows based on the books, TV episodes, short, short, short stories, stories novellas, on, yeah. a little fucking sonnet he wrote to his wife. Like, oh my God, Tabitha wrote. And I wrote you this thing on a napkin. We're going to make it a He wrote this on a sanitary napkin to Tabitha, and she, like, oh my God, so many things. Sanitary. Sleepwalkers never seen. What do you give it out of 10? Uh, memory service. Mick Garris. Five. Mick Garris directed it. It's, 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 it's more funny than anything else, so. It's a five six. It's not very good, but it's five point three in IMDb. Okay. Yeah, that's about right. The next thing on the list here is nineteen ninety two. So let's make sure we're synced up here. The Lawnmower Man. Oh God! Here we go. Five. The the Lawnmower Man. It has what's his name? Jeff Fahey. Jeff Fahey. Playing a mentally challenged man. Yes. The second one, though, who plays Jeff Fahey's role? Matt Fuhrer. From the Uh, fucking stand. stand. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, Stephen King alum. What was this? Garbage Man? Uh, Garbage Man. uh, Trash Can. Trash Can Man. Trash Can Man. Trash Can Man. I love you. (laughs) Yeah. I believe you. I love you. Or was it? I worship you. I love you. Oh, yeah. He wasn't. He was no. Uh, what's his name? The Flash. Ezra Miller. Ezra fucking Miller. Who everyone hates, like on a level of beyond hate. The state of Hawaii wants him the fuck out of there. I, everybody hates him so much. It's amazing. But what are we talking about? Uh, oh, um, Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man. Isn't it Pierce also Brosnan. Sam? Oh, Pierce Brosnan. I can't remember if it was him or yes. Sam Neill. I've seen it in a while. No, yeah, Pierce Brosnan is some kind of he's he's working in the virtual reality world of the internet. Yeah, it's basically a, the internet movie. It's a pre-internet movie about the internet. And he puts him in the program. He becomes smarter and smarter and smarter. Realizes, oh fuck, he's taken over. And he's booting me out and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember the ending. I just watched the the first half of this movie, like, not too long ago. Not, I just remembered it right now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was Pierce Brosnan, wasn't it? And, uh, yes, it was. It was so bored. It was so bored. I love the second one, which has two titles. I have not seen the second one. Lawnmower Man 2, Job's War. And then Lawnmower right. Man 2, Beyond Cyberspace, I believe is the <laughs> alternate title. Why not? I watched the shit out of that second one in like 96. Wow. Wow. It was on HBO all the time. The, the Matt Fuhrer factor. Yeah. Honestly, yes. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. What's it? Oh, my God. What's his character's name? God Trash damn it. Trash Man. What? No. Trash Can Man. No, the. Max, Max Hedrum. Max Hedrum. I'm like, oh, fuck. Max Hedrum's in this. Max Hedrum. I, I kind of loved Max Hedrum when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, what is I remember, happening? I remember watching it in reruns, but I don't think I ever <laughs> yeah. watched the entire thing. I mostly remember the commercials. Yes. More than yeah. I do the show, because I can't tell you yeah. what the show's about. But I remember the commercials yeah. pretty well. And I think, you know, there's got to be a channel somewhere on, like, that has all these shows, like Max Hedrum, Monsters. Probably like, in 2 Sci-Fi Channel used to have all that yeah. stuff, and now all they got is reality shows. What's that what show? What's that channel that always pops up when we watch our shows? It's always like same, oh, like the same my, fucking my channel. Antenna, my antenna TV channels no, it, or something. In the bottom right, it always says the same thing. Chiller, Chiller TV. Chiller. Oh yeah, Chiller. Like TV, they show yeah. fucking everything that we watch. Yeah, Chiller. Most TV. of our shows came from Chiller. 
Yeah, yeah. I remember Chiller. All right, I gave uh, I gave that a five, I think. Oh yeah. Ninety three. We got a few more here. Um, that was ninety two. We're in ninety three now. This is our last year. We'll talk about. Or should we discuss the rest of the nineties? We only got a few more after that, honestly. Really? After the nineties? Yeah. Might, might as well. Yeah, we're at fifty hour three. Whatever. Not too long. Um, ninety three. The dark half. I enjoyed that movie. I, I do, do like Dark Half. Yeah, Dark Half. Dark Half was pretty solid. George Romero finally got to do an adaption of Stephen King. That wasn't Monkey Shine. Timothy Hutton the, is solid in it. Was good. Yeah, Understandably yeah. confused what's happening. Michael Rooker's in it. He is. He's the sheriff. Michael Rooker is the sheriff, and Amy Madigan uh, is his wife. Amy Madigan's in it. Yeah. His pseudonym is taking over. I'm trying to remember. That's just, the pseudonym's taking over. It's like the beginning of the. It's like the A side to Johnny Depp in that shitty yeah, one. Yeah, secret, secret window. Secret window. Yeah, it's like it's the A side of that. Yeah, it's, it's a precursor to Secret Window, but this one's much better. M- much better. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I gave it a six. Yeah, six is. It good. has this exact six on IMDb. Yeah, I, that's accurate. That's George fine. Romero movie. Check it out. Worth watching, but you're not going to be like, whoa, that made me come on my pants. You're not going to be a... Oh, God, no. Yeah, not even close. You know what's really solid, though? 93 also. Needful Things. I do enjoy Needful Things. It's got two actors, the... two actors I fucking love in it. Yeah, the movie seems to be better than the book, because everybody I see talk about the book, they always say the book goes on for hour, for like 100 pages, it goes nowhere, and it just kind of preambles a lot of stuff and it doesn't do anything but the movie is kind of to the point and it moves fast and it's got a great cast it's got fucking jt walsh jt walsh is back fucking knee bomb fucking knee bomb's back and ed harris and Bobby bedelia it's got max von sado ed harris what more do you need wonderful wonderful there's an episode of rick and morty in season like four maybe three that does this plot and they kind of make fun of it yeah. It's great. But it's the devil moves the town, and Max von Sydow plays the devil, sells you what you need, wink, wink. Yeah. For your soul, basically. He sells a lot of baseball cards, let's be honest, in the beginning. That's there's a like a 20 minute that, yeah. scene of selling a baseball card. You're but baseball card. There's, a, there's a dog hanging scene that's fucking skin, brutal. Skin dog. <laughs> Skinned dog. Yeah, Ed Harris dog. is like, oh, God. That's yeah, <laughs> a brutal chick on chick fight. It's just like the it's it's fucking amazing. I will say it is the perfect escalation for a Stephen King storyline. This town is normal, normal main coastal town. Everyone knows everyone. Throwing the devil. Yep. Slow like descent in the madness, and then it's chaos. They're all riding in the streets at the end, and and he's just kind of walking out like murders his wife. Yeah. He walks out like, <laughs> I got you guys. You're simple. Yeah. I sold you little needful thing, like a baseball card to that kid. I sold yeah. you nothing, and you're killing each other over this. Yeah. It's great. It's a I TV movie. In, yeah, I, I think they're making a miniseries. I think it's coming I think, out. Yeah, they've been talking about that for a couple of years. But you know who directed that movie? Fraser C. Heston. Charlton Heston's son. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing he's directed. I'll look him up. I don't think he's directed much after Needful Things. Director credits. He directed 
Yeah. Alaska in 1996. Wow. And then after that, The Search for Michael Rockefeller, a documentary in 2010. Yeah, he's a documentary guy, I think. Yeah, Treasure Island from 1990. Okay. Oh, there you go. He directed his father and something. That's great. Yeah, that's what you say. (laughs) Super. All right, so the next thing in 93 here is The Tommyknockers. There we go. I've never seen it. I have. I have not seen it. So far, we're a thousand. We are batting a thousand. I've seen it several, several times. Really? Okay. Jimmy Smith is the main. Yes. John Aston's in it. But really, oh it's God. it's very simple, but I hate it. Yeah, everyone It's a three. Oh, wow. Okay. They find, his wife finds a the rock outside. They become obsessed with it. He's trying to figure out why they're obsessed with it. And it's kind of like his slow descent into, like, why is my family going crazy? Why is the town going crazy? Right. And that sounds better than it is. Because oh, it is 181 good. minutes. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. And it just keeps going. It's not fun. It's not. Yeah. It's not horrible, but it, I gave it a three still because it, it is way too long for how much plot there is. Right. I'm guessing the book is way better than the actual movie or miniseries. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't read it. I don't know. Oh, shit. Are we here? 94. Oh, there you go. The biggest one of all. The stand. No, uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Well, yeah, well, there you go. Two. Back two the ones. fucking back. That's you know what? Let's crazy. talk about both because we already discussed both the death. Shawshank Redemption and The Stand. Yes. This is my favorite year of Stephen King because I love both these projects. One of them was my yep. favorite movie. The other one was my favorite miniseries of all time. Yeah. Very different plots. Uh, the Very different. Yes. Shawshank Redemption gets a 10 from me. Yes. Uh, the Stand gets an 8. I agree. I wouldn't put it as a 10 because I'm not oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. delusional. Yeah. It does have its faults, in it, but I still fucking love it. I love Come it. and get your man. <laughs> yeah, I love it more than I should. Yeah. And you know what's weird? I watched The Stand in 95 probably when it came out on the double vhs or actually right, yeah, four yeah, yeah. vhs tape yeah. i remember having to rent that block from the video store oh yeah and just watching yeah. the shit out of it well go figure what a banner year for gary sinise he did what an oscar on tv and forrest gump <laughs> yeah. got nominated for best supporting nominated actor. yeah I'll eat one, but yeah, supporting actor, and I mean, his career just shot up after that. What a fucking Stephen yeah. King! What a great year! Yeah, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna find a better year alone for Stephen King than '94. No. Why? Well, because '94 Shawshank didn't set the world on fire. No, but it retrospect. has since become. Yeah, in retrospect, it has since become. It's number the, one, the best movie ever made on know? IMDb. It's it replaced yeah. The Godfather like 12 years ago. Yeah, rightfully. I would say yes, because I, I, I love Shawshank. Uh, Shawshank. I love The Godfather, too. And, but no, I love The Godfather, The, the well, Shaw, Shawshank Redemption is way better. Well, even uh, Martin Scorsese, I saw an interview. He was talking about movies. The interviewer was saying, well, what are your top ten? He goes, I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I can't. If I'm going to tell you my favorite movies, there's going to be 125 of them. And it's yeah. not, that's, not, not, that's just not fair. Because there's too many. <clears throat> and I, th- I would agree with that. I have too many. I can't say one's better than the other when they're all equally good, you know? I agree with that sentiment, but also I do have my top 100. You do have your top 100, yeah. But I'll, I will say, it changes all the... Like, I watch one and go, all right, I'll yeah. bump it up 12. 
Like it yep. changed every time I watch one of those movies. I'm like, I'm constantly adjusting it. So you're yeah, never gonna yeah. get your perfect. But I, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it's moves. The movies yeah. move around a lot. Shawshank yep. though has been my number one since I watched oh, it. Is this, uh, yeah, I would say it's. it's I watched. Yeah, I watched it in high school. I it took yeah. me a while to get around to it. And some friend was like, "You need to watch this." And I watched Usual Suspects and Memento at yeah. the same time. Yeah. It's probably 2001. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Those all movies yeah, are all in my top 20 now. 94, 95 was a big banner year for movies. And I remember going to the video store at the Wesley Market, which was the Mexican market. It was the one close because we live out in the country. So it was like literally the only place in town within a five-mile radius to get milk and bread. And the post office was there. So they had movies. And that's where I rented Usual Suspects, Pulp They're, Fiction. They arrived by train. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Everything. And I was like, oh my God. Now they don't, they have a nice uh, Mexican uh, menu to eat there, no, but no videos anymore. They got rid of those. I watched Shawshank Redemption and Memento on the same day. Wow. Memento. Number one and number two on my wow. top 100 list. Because well, Memento's 2000, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, man. So 2000, 2001, somewhere, you know, probably yeah, 2001 is when yeah, I watched yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I. Yeah. I I gotta watch Memento again. I haven't seen that in a while. It's my second favorite movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's one of the best. I saw both in the theater. Oh, nice. Since yeah. then, since then, not, not originally, obviously, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no. Um. All right. So, ninety-four, great year. Ninety-five. We'll we'll speed up from here. The Mangler. Oh God. Four. Two. Oh, okay. Sure. I I probably could go to another Toby Hooper. Stephen King mashup, only yeah. this one is worse. So I could probably go lower than four, but it's a washing okay. machine that kills people. Yeah, it does feel a lot like uh, the uh, night, whatever, whatever, whatever. A graveyard shift. Graveyard shift. It does. Yeah, it's very similar. Only it's even more boring. You know what? I'm gonna it's, go with three now. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm gonna lower this. I remember that being on Cinemax all the time. Speaking of, the mangler. speaking of three, the Langoliers, 1995. Wow. You went from 1994, the best miniseries, to the worst miniseries, 1995 Langoliers. To the worst movie Garbage. and the worst miniseries. Oh, shit. What was the movie? Um, mangler. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mangler. I always feel Mangler was a strictly video movie. I guess it did come out in theaters, though. The Langoliers. Um, I remember. Wait, that's a different Tom Holland that's in this, right? Yeah, it's the old yeah, one. Yeah, okay. it, it ain't Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. Tom Holland. <laughs> that's, that's the old one, right? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a. Yeah. It's, I remember, like, they're on a plane, and Belky's like, we need to get out of here. And then, chuck it, chuck it, chuck it, the fucking uh, Pac Man's behind him. And check it, check it, check it, check it, and then, and every time they land, the the blind girls like, here they come. Yeah, it is draining. I gave it a three. Yeah, it's terrible. It has a six point one somehow. I think people have nostalgia reason to love it. Fuck it. That's a bad movie. So far, batting a thousand. We've seen everything on the list so far, and I know you've seen this, and I haven't. So Dolores Claiborne. Loved Los Claiborne. 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 Wonderful movie. Kathy Bates, 
uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Christopher Plummer. It's uh, John C. Riley's in it. It's fucking great. I love Dolores Fable. It's a great movie. It's an eight, a solid eight for me. It's wonderful. I love it. It's Haven't seen movie. it. Need it's to on, see it. Uh, it's on uh, HBO Max now. It's been on HBO Max for a while. I, I know. And you should watch Kathy it. Bates. Yeah. Jennifer Jason great. Lee. What? What? How can Davis you go wrong? Trithera, Taylor Hackford in the nineties. I love Taylor yeah. Hackford in the nineties. Davis Trithera is so bad. He's such an evil fucker in this movie. He's great. Interesting. Ah, uh, you fat ass. I see Christopher Plummer's in it too. Yeah, Christopher Plummer is the detective trying to make her guilty. Okay. Guilty. I need to watch it, and I know it's that, but good. I just haven't. It's got the, all the great tropes of Stephen King. Molestation all over it. This one's all got that pattern. Abusive husbands and molestation. Does it have 50s it. greasers in it? No 50s greasers. She's married to a 50s greaser who found a dead body. Oh. Could probably make the connection. 1996, the only thing that came out that year under his name Thinner. is one of my favorite things that he's ever Thinner. done. Thinner. Thinner. I, I remember when I came out in the theaters. Me I, too. I didn't see it, but man, that was great. That it, was a fun movie. People don't like it or don't care about it. As a 5.8, gave it a 7. Oh, I, I give it a 7. Yeah, Robert John Burke is it, yeah. fucking awesome in this movie. Joe Mantenga. Oh, yeah, this is acid, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it has that hottie caramel uh, in it. Oh, it's, it's so hot. It is definitely a nis- not even nostalgic because I was twelve when this movie came out and I watched it immediately. Yeah, it, it's just a goofy horror movie. It's it's, like, it's not scary. It's, it's, it's no, it's fun. It's an yeah. It's you're just along movie. for the ride. Yeah. When fucking they kill that guy, the 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 because the, the Joe Montana pays for that kid to go spy on the gypsies and they murder him and he goes they killed them he was a mook but he was my mook like fucking joe mantania is fantastic joe mantania is great in it i love that character He's yeah great. it's it's part of the reason i love joe mantania so much yeah so much so that i looked up joe mantania recently and i realized he had a video like 12 years ago that said it's like hannah montana but it's joe mantania nana or something like that and it's him oh, as like God. It's like a oh funnier or die sketch, and he's got a oh, wig geez. on. And it's pretty funny. Oh, Jesus Christ! It's not great, but he has a he has a blonde wig on. It is it is great. I'll and look up picture. He, he he owned the Chicago uh, restaurants uh, the, in Burbank. Uh, Taste of Chicago. There was a restaurant that he owned, and he drive his from the Warner Brothers set. He drove a go kart to the restaurant to go eat or visit people. Here's the it's picture hilarious. I was talking about. I'm gonna show the. It's only like a two minutes long, but here's him in a blonde wig, ah! doing that's like funny. a Hannah. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. H- Hannah Montanga. <laughs> so yeah, Joe Montanga, uh, House of Games. You gotta watch that one. That's a great movie. Uh, Joe House Montanga of, in that games. in that fucking piece of shit. His movie like Under Suspicion, the Christopher Reeves movie where he pretends to be a cripple. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then is a cripple in real life soon real after. Life. Yes. And, and Joe Montego goes, ah! and stabs him in the leg. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. And realizes he's not, he's such a good actor. He's not crying or screaming. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's great. That's hilarious. All right. You so got to find thin- that clip and put it on here. I do. Thinner yeah, that would be a good one. is a great movie. I will say you're probably not going to love as much as I do. It is definitely a guilty pleasure movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
Speaking of... Die clean, white man from town. <laughs> Die clean. His bitch wife that eats the cherry pie. Was that all in his head, or is he... I always thought that was in his head. He was going crazy. No, I think... I, I read that as literally. You think they were having an affair? Yeah, could... Get... Okay. Oh, oh, the affair part. Uh, the yeah. affair part, I don't know. That very well could be in his head. Yeah, I thought that was all in his head. Like, that was kind of what was going I on. I can see that being in his head. I read it more literally. I'm more of a literal interpretation guy, uh, if I'm honest. I, I read right. that as... But I can see I can see you doing both ways with that. Right, because I always felt like she didn't... Like, there wasn't enough there to yeah. show me that he... Because she, she was given a blowjob when he ran over the gypsy, gypsy woman. Lady. Yeah. So it's like, she was fucking him when he was fat. So it's like... I don't oh, think she's I, having an affair yeah. on him. Like I said, I can so, see, yeah. definitely understand if you do see it that way, but right. I read it more literally. Even if it's not real, I read it as he sees it that way. Well, yeah, no, he sees it that way for sure. Yeah. yeah. But is, yeah. if it's completely made up, right. it doesn't yeah. really matter. I just, I just in his head. He's, he's passing it on to her because yeah. he just doesn't want to die. Right. Which yeah. is what I like about it. Yeah. And she's a piece of shitty regardless. Maybe not. Um, 97's uh, Guilty Pleasure for Stephen King because he decided to rewrite The Shining. Oh, God. Was that 97? 97. Oh, with Mick Garris? With Stephen Weber. Stephen Weber? Oh, yeah. I remember watching that and recording it and watching both parts when it came originally. And I was like, oh, so that's what it was about. (laughs) Oh, the hedges move. There's a lot more boiler... Yeah. Boiler maintenance in this one. He you literally has to wash the boiler to make sure it doesn't yeah. blow up. And then goes, you know what? Fuck this. I'll let it blow up. And that's the ending of Stephen King's yeah. version. Yeah. 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 Stanley Kubrick polished a turd with that story. <laughs> yeah. He did, he did a good adaption on that one. Yeah. Um, Even though Stephen King hates it. I don't give a shit what Stephen King means. I give it a five. It should be a four, honestly. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not very good. I'll go to four. It really should be. But that was ninety seven. Wow. Ninety seven. Yeah, I, I did the same thing you did. Damn. Watched. Yeah. I didn't watch the first part, but I recorded both and then watched them. I re- I remember recording yeah. it and tape in pausing it for the commercials, and then you know you had to pause it. I because I had the I didn't the, do that VCR <laughs> VCR TV. Oh yeah. And what was worse. It was like it was cable. It was antenna television I was recording, so it wasn't even it didn't even come in that same. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was on like CBS or Fox or something. Yeah, yeah, it was ABC. I think it was ABC. Whatever it was, but you I had the like it was ABC. You had to sit there and yeah, you had the you couldn't leave. Play with the bunny ears. Yeah, yeah. The next thing we get a little tricky here. Ninety-seven Stephen King's The Night Flyer. I've seen it. I have not seen it. I don't know what it it's is. Good. It's got uh, your your buddy, Jose Miguel Ferreira. Ferreira yeah. Miguel, Miguel Ferreira. I see it Great, here. It's actually not a bad movie. It, I think it was a made for Cinemax movie. And it was one of those, like, they had a, the three premieres or something that year. And I think it was made for cable. Okay. And it's pretty good. It's about a guy that's tracing a flight path of the Cessna. And he lands in these small airports. And people disappear. He's trying to figure out who the night flyer is. And ends up being a Dracula. Holy shit, let's just finish 97. Because we're at an hour 23. Okay. What else is in 97? A few more. 
1997 Trucks, the like the TV show remake of Maximum Overdrive. I have no idea what that is. Never I have it. not seen it. We are at our first thing. We've neither. Wow. We yeah. both of us have neither. It has a 3.9. Never heard it's of it. It's 95 minutes. Stars Holy a bunch shit. of people I've never fucking heard of. Wow. He did an Outer Limits episode 97 called The Re- Revelations of Becca Paulson. Oh, interesting. Well, Stephen Weber's also in that, it looks like. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the picture here, and that's definitely Stephen Weber. Um, Night Flyer, 1997, Quicksilver Highway is the last one. I think I saw that. Traveling showman Aaron Quicksilver tells horror tales in another anthology film. I watched this when I was doing my, like, Stephen King thing. Yeah, I think And I couldn't tell you one detail. I didn't even rate it because I think I was paying that little attention to it. Is Lance Henriksen in one of the stories? No idea. (laughs) I can't remember. Yeah, you're right. Oh, wow. Christopher Lloyd, Matt Frewer. I didn't know that was a Stephen King story. I thought that was just a, another anthology series that um, was made. I know Stephen Clive Barker's in it. No, I didn't. That, no, I don't I see him. Yeah, that's the one with the, um, I think with the uh, the fingers come alive or something. The hands come alive and kill people. Oh, that was the uh, Tales from the Dark Side. No, that was the Monsters episode we were talking about. Right, but it's the same same thing happens. Yeah. In quick I think it's called Hands or something. Let's stop here. We're at 97. We'll start with 98. Oh, wow. Some good ones in 98. Wow. And then we'll go from there. 98, 99, blah, 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 blah. What a roller coaster. Yeah. We finally made it. We made it till 1997 before we didn't see one collectively. Yeah. That's pretty good. 76 to 97. That's 20, almost 20 years. Well, and trucks, I and mean, that's pretty obscure. Quicksilver Highway and trucks. I'll, I'll count Quicksilver Highway as one I haven't seen. Night Flyer. I, think we, I haven't we seen. Might have seen it. Yeah, Night Flyer was interesting. I remember seeing that. It's a Cinemax movie with Miguel Ferreira. It's actually yeah. not. It's not terrible. It's actually pretty decent. Yeah, trucks was the one that did us in. Yeah, trucks. I've never heard of that. That's wacky. Maybe it's a ripoff. I used Somebody... to have the screener version of this on DVD. Trucks. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I had the screener for it and never watched it. From Amoeba? No, from Mammoth Video. Oh, shit. Yeah, back in Michigan. Wow, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, my friend worked there and got screeners oh, all the time and just God. gave it to me. Never watched it. Shit, that's crazy. Yeah, it was back, you know, the plastic case with no details on it. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here. Um, next time we'll hopefully finish off, probably not, Stephen King. No, there's a lot more to go. There's so many I more. The last 10 years has been more. The, just the last four years has been 15 yeah. projects. It's insane. It's just too much. But we'll get there. Um, anything else you want to say? No. So long, citizens. Bye. Die, white man from town. In uh, longer podcasts. This is acid, bitch. <laughs>